Welcome to another episode of Living the Past. This is our 1992 season. We're a podcast that goes through a month of the 90s every single week. Um, we are in February 1992. My co-host Ben is here. And he forgot the helium balloon again. <laughs> I really um, want to do it. We are back outside. We've got an unseasonally warm day for winter over here in South Australia. I said it was hot before and you went, it's only 18 degrees. Yeah. Well, now, now you're it's worried about getting burnt. You worried about getting burnt? I feel burnt. like I'm getting burnt. <sighs> Sad. Also, there's a power tool uh, intermittently in the distance, so have fun listening to that. (laughs) Have fun with that. I uh, I remember how excited I was last time about making notes of what I've been listening to and watching now and such. You have not done that. I didn't do that, but I recall. Okay, well, that's that's good. That gives any intro into uh, living in the now. So this is a section where we uh, talk for a couple of minutes about, or sometimes 15 minutes, about what we've been reading or listening to or watching. So what have you been, what have you been doing? Sweet Tooth. You already talked about Sweet Tooth. Did I? Quiet Shit. Place 2. Tell us about Quiet Place 2. Oh uh, yeah, I saw Quiet Place 2. Was that good? Yeah, it's pretty good. I heard it's more sci-fi than the other one, mm. but I'm not sure. No, I feel like it's the same as the other one. Okay. It's just like... It shows the start of it. Yeah, it shows... Is this spoilers? Are these spoilers? Well, I heard this on the Conan podcast with John Krasinski. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it starts... It basically picks up where the last movie left off. Yeah. Like, almost perfectly. But it shows you... But John Krasinski couldn't stand not being in it, so he had to put, like, um... Probably. (laughs) I think it was cool. Like, it really worked. I liked that they went back and was like... They're... Spoilers again, in a way. They don't give you any answers. Good. As I'm sick like, of like there being too many answers in movies these days. Yeah, it just, it shows you day one. Cool. But that's um, not a whole movie. That's still like, no. That's just no. like the first five minutes or so. Um, yeah, it was really good. We uh, pause so, this episode and then go out and watch it and then come back <laughs> in case I spoil it. Uh, we I don't know like we got a long weekend over here at the moment, so it's it's very much chill in our house. Like we we all watch Ratatouille. Um, is there two of those or just one? Just one. Um, Hamish never seen it before, and it's been a while since me and Ollie watched it. Uh, five stars. On, really? On, I, I fucking love that movie. It's my comfort movie. Wow. It's so good. Five. A legitimate five. Legitimate five. Holy shit. Actually, this is my second legitimate five of the day, because we also watched The Last Crusade. Fair enough. Yep. Good so, call. Um, it's 40 years uh, yesterday for Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, since okay. Was, um, so, if you... Uh, if you're on Instagram and you are following Amblin, the Spielberg production company, mm-hmm. they've been showing some pretty sweet uh, um, documentary footage of making Rose Lost Ark that's not been any of the previous documentaries. Oh, it's pretty wow. pretty good. Like they, sh- they showed like Marion uh, doing her stunt, like hanging from like the statue in the Well of Souls oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Why are they showing stuff that wasn't? Why wasn't it in documentaries? because uh, they just re-released like a box set of like 4K. Oh, they do it at Disney where they just, they've always got something in their yeah, pocket. Yeah, I think they've always, I don't think they ever show their full hand like that. So I remember when like, um, we were so happy with the box set of DVD of um, Star Wars that came out because yeah. they had like that, that docker on it. Yep. And then when the Blu-ray came out, it's like, oh, we had deleted scenes. Here's, here you go. Yeah. It's like, more bigs? There's always more, more bigs. there? So I'm hoping there's more bigs out there. Did you see, um, there was an article... I didn't look at the article because who reads actual articles? Cause, Me, shut up. Okay, cool. Um, just the headline is enough. And if it's fake news, then you'll never know. Um, Pat, Kurt, and Dave had recorded some music together. Oh, yeah. But it would never see the light of day. 
I like, doubt Why that. is that news? Hey, we went and made some songs, but we're never going to release them. I doubt that. Then don't tell us. It's going to happen. Because it's like, um, it's, like, it's like that whole thing. Like, people can't not be validated. Like, they, they need to give it, like, you know... The, the, there's no That's surprises. probably their validation, though, just to tease people. Um, so, let's go back into 1992, and we got the events. All right, so... I'm assuming you've all heard the first episode by now, so we're doing a quiz for our events these days. Um, and then I'll sort of, there's a couple other things that happen at the end I'll, I'll let you know too. So, question question the first. Yes, sir. Cue, cue music. And there was music. Cool. Uh, Willie Nelson got into a bit of financial trouble with the tax office. Yes. He had a certain amount of tax debt. Ah, oh, come on. Four million? Hmm. 16 million Ooh. or 9 million? I like how you've put them in a different order. Yeah. I recall a quiz last year <laughs> where you had numerical order. Um, uh, you've forgotten the numbers I've, now, haven't you? No, I'm thinking because 4 doesn't seem like enough. 16 <laughs> seems like too much. So I feel like it should be nine. It is nine. Yeah. So yeah, he he had a nine million dollar tax uh, um, bill, and um, I wonder if that's a lot. Uh, well, I mean, I guess ninety two is probably quite a lot. Yeah, and also like I mean, probably the answer of why he's got so many fucking records. Yeah. <laughs> and just continues to tour no matter what. Um, now, uh, do, do you know when he fixed that up? Did that take I a long assume time? sometime like in the. I, I don't think it took him that much. It's just I think everyone was just like, "It's Billy Nelson. Just give him a give him a break. He's just a yeah. He's a little hippie." I wonder if you got Come a on. discount on it. <laughs> I gave you five million if we ride off the rest. <laughs> five million and my best weed. <laughs> um, there was a treaty signed by twelve European nations called the Maastricht Treaty. What organization that exists today was uh, was made then? The the UN already existed, so it wasn't them. It wasn't UN, no. An organisation that exists today. Yep, that a lot of people have very, very polarising views over. UNICEF? No. Oh. Especially uh, people from the UK. Uh, Boris Johnson. <laughs> He's not an organisation. <laughs> He's a monster. <laughs> um, it's two letters. Two letters. UK. <laughs> What's... <laughs> Oh what happened God. to my multiple choices? This one, I can't give you a multiple choice because it would be so obvious what it is. <laughs> they took a Brexit out of the... EU? Yes. Oh, so that's e- an organisation. The EU was essentially started in 1992, and that's when they started trying to like make like the, the currency and all that sort of stuff. To, oh. Yeah. So, yeah, good times. Oh. I so, mean, you could have just made multiple choice of like, different letters. imagine a bunch of people like, shaking hands and like, this will work. No, no horrible countries will want to get out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Worked for a while, didn't it? Yeah, I think it did. Um, staying on the financial thing, and I will, um, you know... Actually, you should know this. Okay. Or do you want me to give you multiple choice again? Uh, let's see. <laughs> um, you know what? Yeah, I will give you multiple choice. Okay. Uh, let's see if I can guess it before you give me multiple choice. In Australia, something yes. started... Um, Something uh, was uh, taken out of circulation. The one and two cent pieces. Fuck. Yeah. You read the thing, didn't you? No, I didn't. <laughs> we, I remember we had a, uh, like a port jar at home as yep. kids full of one cent pieces that we used for like playing cards or whatever. Yeah. 
and I remember very early on as a kid that these weren't like we didn't use them anymore like they were worth nothing that's why I had a jar full of them yeah 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 no I remember um sucked in a new one it was also um yeah like when I told my boys like it's like oh we used to have one or two something pieces like they're like why I'm like true why yeah <laughs> just seriously I'm not working in retail anymore but like I was always questioning like why 20 cent pieces and 50 cent pieces like just have gold and the I'm notes. amazed that we still have 5 cent pieces that's ridiculous um uh just so that's our that's our quiz done so music off <laughs> there's a few other things that happened um jury selection started to happen for the Rodney King trial which was about to begin um so uh more on that in the next couple of months Ross Perot do you know Ross Perot? No, I do not. He is so when uh, Clinton and Bush went against each other for the um, for the presidency. Yes, he was the third party, which very rarely happens in U.S. politics. Yeah, um, I thought they had a two-party system. If you ever see like a, a an angry small little man in Simpsons cartoons and a bunch of other things, like that's Ross Perot. Oh, there's um, uh, and no no one voted for him. Um, well, the name like that, he's not going to get voted for in America, is he? He, um, there's, a, there's a really good dollop episode Perot, on him. Perot, Ross Perot. Yeah, uh, yeah there's a really good uh, dollop episode on him, um, if you ever get a chance to listen to it. What's dollop? It's a history podcast, but it's like by comedians. Oh, uh, really That's awesome. Yeah. Um, we also had uh, the Queen visit Australia. And Why? <laughs> Paul Keating broke royal protocol. Oh, that's right. I was gonna, this is going to be one of the, Can I do one more question? Did he vomit on her? <laughs> so he broke royal protocol, and I'm going to give you three guesses okay. of what the royal protocol is. One, he gave her a kiss on the lips. Oh. Two, he did not bow. Or Ooh. three, he put his hand on her back. Uh, I'm... I'm keen on my George Bush answer. I think he did all three <laughs> at the same time. An open mouth kiss while not bowing. <laughs> and holding her back. He yeah. pulled her in. Um, he probably... I didn't really know Paul Keating well enough. Um, is he the type to just touch someone? I don't know. I think... he, did, he didn't kiss her on the lips. Unless that's why his marriage broke down. Is that, <laughs> that the affair other, that, 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 that was the other thing. <laughs> that was the affair with the queen. <laughs> I'm going to say he didn't bow because he's taller than her. Nah, he put his hand on his back. On her back. Heathen. Um, so the UK tabloids called him the Lizard of Oz. Because <laughs> he was a slimy looking dude. Yeah. Um, the queen apparently did not give two shits. Yeah, why like, was she? It's like, she probably didn't even know it was a rule. Yeah. So She just that, wanted some uh, contact with another human being. Another and, lizard being, sorry. And uh, from our last... Uh, Queen's a lizard. <laughs> um, Jeffrey Dahmer from uh, from our 91 season um, sentenced to 15 life sentences. Yeah, that's not bad. Of which he only did like a few because he got murdered in jail. Um, yeah, so that's our events for February. There's actually quite, you know, some of them are... For pretty, February? For February, there's a lot. That's yeah. some news. All right, so let's go on to sports. Welcome to Party Town. All right. Um, this isn't going to happen very often, but... No sports. <laughs> there was no sports. No, you wish. Um, similar to your events uh, campaign, I've limited my sports. Okay. I don't really have a... Uh, I could I could kind of give you a quiz. Okay. So, the Cricket World Cup began. Okay. Held in Australia and New Zealand. False. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Tell me which two teams played each other where the match was abandoned. Uh, West Indies and Zimbabwe. Incorrect. You lose. As uh, India and Sri Lanka. <laughs> Did I? I didn't say I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that harsh when you get questions well, wrong. Well, maybe you should be. Um, but the most interesting point was, so they reduced the overs thinking that they'd squeeze a game in. Okay. Was because it, it rain. Okay, yeah. Um, but it says a helicopter was used to dry the pitch. <laughs> what? Yeah. They actually just landed a helicopter and it was just like... Apparently. But then it started raining again. They're like, oh, well. They're like, no, no. Fly it upside down, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know why I didn't look up video for it. It just sounds ridiculous. I'm going to try and find it. It's like... <laughs> um, next. Uh, yes, it's, uh, it's uh, uh, not the usual way you dry pitch. It's, uh, yeah, why it's why very dangerous. Just get some towels out or something. Oh. Some bounty paper towel. Um, uh, next up. Next up. Uh, how can this be a question? So, <laughs> East and West played each other in which event? East and West. East. I well, I can't give you too much more. East West Conference? East and West played each other in which sporting event? <laughs> it's quite a big annual sporting event for some people. Badminton. Incorrect. You <laughs> lose. Uh, it was the NBA All Star game. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, would you I like to know the lineup? It would be amazingly awesome. I'm it's assuming. quite a lineup for the nineties. Uh, suck it to me. So East had Isaiah Thomas, not the modern day Isaiah Thomas, the original one. Michael Jordan. I didn't know those two. <laughs> that was a new one. Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Charles Barkley, and Patrick Ewing. They're that, on. East. That was the starting five for the East. The West. Wait. Yeah, Chicago's in the East. Oh, okay, I thought they were on the I west. I guess. Okay. Well, they're not really... E- oh, I guess they're, they're right like, in the middle. They're mid-east. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, wait, where was Barkley? <laughs> he was in Phoenix. Yeah, that's not in the east at all. Yeah, it is. Mm, it's like southwest. Look, I'm sure they got this covered. <laughs> like, we're just we're questioning it. It's, Their it's, conference it's a, is... It's a com- it's a, actually, a, yeah, okay. Their conferences are messed up. Okay. I don't like it. It's like diagonal across the country. Anyway, the west had returning from retirement due to popular demand. Magic Johnson. Hey. Clyde Drexler. Hey. Good boy. Chris Mullen, Carl Malone, and David <laughs> Robinson. Uh, David Robinson from uh, San Antonio Spurs. The uh, Admiral. Yeah. Hey. Big man. I remember my basketball cards. Nice work. Uh, Magic Johnson uh, led them to a 40 point victory. It's the biggest victory ever in an All Star game at this point. They beat them even though Burden. And Jordan. Oh my God. Yeah. Smashed them. Um, I didn't take note of the Duncan three-point winners because I'd never heard of them, so I assumed that they were irrelevant. Was it Chris Mullen? No. Chris Mullen. No, it wasn't. It was Chris Mullen. No, it was not, because I know who Chris Mullen is. He's got a haircut you can set your watch to. <laughs> it's a tall glass of water. <laughs> Milky water. I'm just going to go, Chris Mullen won the three-pointers and no, Tim Hardaway won the dunk. No. <laughs> no, neither of them. Okay. Press pause. I once bought a pack of basketball cards because there, there was a there was a place at the local mall that sold them and i had like what i thought was told was a 30 dollar charles barkley rookie card at least 30 dollars and i went in there and the guy was like so so fucking rude to me <laughs> and just like belittled me that i just like i never did ever... he yell at you and say incorrect it was, it was pretty much like um the reason why i got out of basketball cards i was just like this is just like because i think i mean Looking back, he probably got asked by a bunch of people that looked exactly like me every day. It's like, is this worth what it's worth? And he's just going to go, no. <laughs> Not funny. 
And so he, yeah, I, was, I, I still remember his face. I still remember where it is in, is in the local mall. Every time I walk past it, I actually do get like a, a flashback oh. of just him like being like just, like I'm rude to people sometimes. Yes. I've been rude in, in a retail <laughs> sense. but Not like, usually intentionally though, are you? No. I don't think but, you mean to be. No, no. But like, um, and I, I uphold like, you know, policy and all sorts of stuff, but like never to like a child like that. It's, it was, it was, it was striking. Anyway. What a funny story. I was vamping. Shut up. <laughs> so, uh, what was your guesses, by the way? Chris Mullen and Tim Hardaway. No. Uh, the dunk contest was one way. Cedric Caballos. Oh, yeah. Cedric Caballos. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you remember him? Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Who did he play for? Uh, he played for the Washington Bulls. No, he didn't. <laughs> Washington Bulls. Bulls. Oh. Phoenix Suns. Oh, he probably was in like a trade agreements. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 EU got involved. <laughs> um, and the three-point contest winner was Craig Hodges. He sounds like Australian. Yeah. <laughs> the Chicago Bulls. Oh, Hodges. Oh, cool. Yeah. Gross. See, um, cool, you done? No. Oh. We have one more event. Um, the question will be, where were the Winter Olympics held in 1992? Oh, fuck. Um, I'll give you a clue. The town does not sound like it's in that country. That's not a clue at all, is it? It's not Helsinki. No. Okay. Um, so the town was Albertsville. Oh. And it wasn't in Canada. <laughs> that wouldn't be much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it has to be somewhere snowing. So let's go yep. with... Um... Din, 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 din. Scotland? No, that's Scotland. taken too long. Okay. It was in France. Albertsville uh, in... Okay. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Albertsville. Yeah, maybe. They've probably got a French name yeah. for it. I don't know. Oh, cool. Um, so this was the last time the Summer Games and Winter Games were held in the same year. Um, I I really enjoy watching the Winter Olympics. Like, yeah, that's, it's good. It's pretty fun to watch. It's good yeah. stuff. <laughs> um, so the mascot this year was a small imp. Ah, like a gnome? Called Magic. Why don't I, like, when I saw it, it just looked like the you Danish flag. <laughs> but an imp to me is like some sort of weird demonic elf creature. Yeah. yeah. And that was their mascot. Instead of having a mountain goat. <gasps> yeah, how'd that have been? Um, so anyway, the team that came second. Yeah. Again, I thought we'd heard enough of them. The no unified one. team. Oh, the, okay. The Russia, what? Ukraine, Kazakhstan, Belarus, Uzbekistan, and Armenia. Cool. Seems a bit unfair. You get like no the... six nations to come together. And... Well, in a few years' time, that won't be a thing because yeah. And also, they only got nine goals, so obviously they weren't that good. Um, but Germany How many gold do you got? How many gold have I got? Yeah I don't know, like 12 I don't know. <laughs> uh, Germany came first with 10 <sighs> Only just Only just snuck it out But that's my uh, three sporting events for February oh. There was a lot more, but you know Let's yeah. slim it down because we've got a film to get to We do mm-hmm. Films No, one Okay, let's go to film Alright, so Before we get on to what we picked for the week um, Final Analysis came out uh, Medicine Man What a medicine man <laughs> um, That man He rocks the man needs his medicine <laughs> And the medicine man To give him his medicine He Shirtless on the cover Is he not? No no He's got, he's got, got a vest. It's, it's like one of those uh, White flowing Billowy shirts That you wear in the rainforest To like allow the sweat the I sweat. thought he was naked Nah <laughs> that's, the, that's the porn version <laughs> I did look up some questionable films. Um, 
Wayne's World, Radio Flyer, This Is My Life, Stop or My Mum Will Shoot, and Memoirs of an Invisible Man. Um, Crash. I'm going to pick mine first because I think I feel like we've got a big big debate coming. Um, I actually watched, Mem- watched Memoirs of an Invisible Man. Um, oh, I considered watching that last night. It's really good. Like It's, oh. it's actually not bad. Like um, Apparently, it's a, a passion project from Chevy Chase. Um, went around to a bunch of different directors and then finally decided on John Carpenter. It's a very non interesting. It's a very non John Carpenter movie, but then there's stuff that's like very, very John Carpenter about it. Um, it's the tone is all wrong because like they uh. halfway through, they kind of go, let's tone down like the sort of comedic stuff which Chevy Chase is known for, and sorry, make it like a dramatic thing. And he halfway wants it to be through. Like that. Yeah, kind of halfway through, like the end, uh. the end sort of the third act is like too serious for the rest of the movie, so they needed to like be a bit. I think they, they need a bit more... Uh, yeah, I don't know. But I, I'd i still recommend people to watch it if you're a fan of, like... If you're a completist of, like, John Carpenter um, or just want to see Chevy Chase in a fairly decent role where Stars. he can... I gave it a two and a half. Oof. That's not great. It's not great, it's but, not like... terrible, though. I also watched uh, Stop and My Mum Will Shoot, um, the movie that... Schwarzenegger tricked Stallone into getting because he he made it he made it um he made it known that he was he was going to go for it and then Stallone want, like wanted to one up him so basically said wow. like and I'll take it and like he's like I had no intention of getting that whatsoever that's amazing yeah um Estelle, Estelle Getty <laughs> from um uh, the Golden Girls plays Sylvester Stallone's mum so with were Arnie and Sly like nemesis at this point they they were pretty good I think they were doing like um, the hard rock cafes and lots of stuff so this is Arnie like just Arnie fucking with people he's trying to ruin his friend's career he's a bit of a trickster oh I think he just knew that he was going to take anything that wasn't like an action movie so I mean it is is a hard watch it is a very hard watch imagine if it did amazingly well though how dumb would Arnie feel I mean yeah obviously it was going to be garbage but yeah um, you never know there is a bit and I'll put it up on the Instagram where (laughs) He's having a dream because his mum mum's quite overbearing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is Sylvester Stallone rocking up to like a uh, a police situation, like a hostage situation. He's got a huge diaper on, and he's running through, oh. and she's like chasing after him. And it's like it is so fucking weird to watch. Um, I vaguely remember watching it as a kid. I don't remember a diaper scene. It's yeah, it's. it's I'm glad that didn't stick with me. It's a thing. Um, at what po- sorry to stick on Arnie so much. At what point do you think Sylvester found out that it was a joke? Uh, probably first day of filming and was like, oh, this is pretty shit. The diaper scene? He's like, we're going to go first for the diaper scene. Um, it's, I mean, I, I find it amazing that he actually, um, uh, they actually, he actually did it. Like, it's like for someone of that stature, but he'd, he'd gone, to, um, he had done a few sort of lowball movies, like he had done Oscar. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm just gonna show you. I gotta show you the picture of him in the diaper. It is. Having said that, it cost him 45 million to make, and it took home 70 million. Yeah. So you know, better than cuffs. Oh, I don't remember <laughs> that at all. That's terrible. Yeah, it's like it's. It is like a huge novelty diaper with like a huge novelty safety pin through it, and it's. Uh, Why did he do that? Oh my god. Anyway. Um, Can I tell you just quickly um, a not very funny story about Chevy Chase? Uh, I think I've heard a lot of them, but let's go. Let's see if okay. I it's not about Chevy Chase at all. Okay. Um, so in 1998, when we moved back to the UK, yep. we had to live with my grandparents for a while. Okay. 
and our granddad was just all about TV Guide. The type, he like underlines things that he's going to watch, yeah. sits in the same spot, got a wear spot on the carpet from where his toe taps and his hand on the armrest of the chair. This man's my hero. That's, that was his life. TV yep. was his entire life. And we were watching the Santa Claus movies. Ah, cool. And my grandpa said, that's not Jimmy Juice. <laughs> And all of us, being young and having watched Home Improvement, went, nah, it's Tim Allen, Grandpa. I was like, no, no, that's that Jimmy Jess. Like, nah, it's Tim Allen. No, no, that's Jimmy Jess. <laughs> and he's got the TV guide, and he's underlined Santa Claus, starring Tim Allen and Jonathan Taylor. No, not Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Nah, it's LBL for Christmas. Oh, no, it's, it's some. Yeah, yeah. But it says in the TV guide, Tim Allen. And he was dead set, that's Chevy Chase. They look nothing alike, do they? <laughs> I don't think they do. No, no, not, not, not at all. One's seven foot tall and bald, and the other one's He's not terrible, bald, but yeah. Basically. <laughs> Can I be slightly inappropriate and just like... Yes. On his tombstone, like, that's Jimmy <laughs> Chase. <laughs> to his dying day, he's like, I'm it was not Tim Allen. <laughs> it doesn't say Bill Thompson on his grave. Like, this is Jimmy Chase. <laughs> And then underneath, small print. No, no, it's Bill Thompson. Like, <laughs> uh, oh man! Every time you put the sand claws on, it's just a ghostly. That's Chevy Chase. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about Wayne's World. Um, now, I remember messaging you and saying, like, I was like, I think not I, enthused. Not enthused. I just like because it was it was on. The list of maybe doing one of the watch longs for, and I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do it for it, um, and I still stand by that. Uh, I just, I know, I, I, this is my thing with SNL movies, um, based on uh, movies based on Saturday Night Live characters. There's usually at least a few bits where like these are sketches that didn't get on the show, and it's a bit too obvious that that's what that is, mm. and like it's just like. <laughs> In this movie in particular, I just found a few of those things. I'm just like, that's not necessary. Like, it could be like a really sort of... Um, I can see there's moments where you could see that it's been glued together, like sketch and sketch has been stuck together. Yeah. But may I don't feel like it was nostalgia that was doing it for me, but I feel like it all still flows because they're just... They are kids. Like, they're, be, they're what, like 19 or 20 in this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it really hit me watching it this week that they are basically children. I think like they come across really well as yeah idiots. I think, um, but so sarcastic and witty at the same time, which is what you'd expect from like a nineteen. Because that's the thing, and like the bits that are like are really funny, um, are really funny. But then like I found myself just like uh, I don't know. I think it's my mind. I think I've kind of soured on him a bit because like I found out that he's not the nicest person to work yeah. with and stuff. Um, but like obviously the best bit is um, are the Garth bits. Uh, I always hated Garth. Yeah, I, I, for this time around, I was just like, you know, the drill bit. Um, yeah. The bit where he's making the he's making a robotic arm for some reason. Yeah. Um, and that whole like the whole bit about the, when they when they're doing like the the advertising. It's just that like, people would do stuff for money, and that's just sad. That that whole bit's pretty fun and funny. Yeah. Um, um, and under the plane. To the handle breaks off, you have yeah. to duck and pull it out. <laughs> yeah, so like it's, uh, I, and I think some of the bits between him and um, uh, Cassandra are like just a bit. Because uh, like, the other thing too is that like I just don't, I don't buy them as a couple. 
Like, yeah, well, the whole relationship doesn't work. Like, she fobs him off quite sternly the first couple times mm. and like this isn't gonna work and then all of a sudden she's like yeah let's go and chat yeah oh yeah you're hilarious and they both yeah. sort of rip on his ex-girlfriend and it's just like Stacy <laughs> that that was pointed out as like a questionable moment that the stereotypical crazy ex yeah which yeah. I get is problematic but it's also how when you've grown up with that being so hilarious yeah yeah well, that's, that was the thing like, like I mean, like, I mean they made a whole movie with Uma Thurman about a crazy ex-girlfriend like it's like that, yeah. you know, the 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 female is the unstable one, not the not the male. Yeah. But like, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm looking too much into it for this movie, and I'll, I'll I'll take that. But like, I just think Rob Lowe is fucking hilarious now. I used to not really like him, but like, he he fits this role so fucking well. He um, does, but it's also still hard to like him after what he got away with doing. His his sex tape thing in the '80s with two young girls. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I kind of disappeared for a bit, and then. Oh, okay. Because like, yeah, I, I found I found his podcast very hard to listen to because it's just like, Too here's much. another story about me. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Um, but yeah, look, I, I Russell, how good's Russell? Russell, <laughs> I love um, Russell from uh, Ghostbusters Two. So this is like, yeah, this is. Uh, Give me the flashlight, Russell. <laughs> no, <laughs> Pral- no. praline and dick is like probably one of the best yeah. lines I've ever heard. Um. Uh, I will say that later this year we'll be going on to Encino Man. Yeah, one of his, one of his like uh, one of crew, the crew is the main sort of jerky boyfriend in that. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah um, so I'm like, sure it's Scott Kahn. It might be. Um, I I I just I just found it funny that I I'm that seeing. Um, now that I've watched like a lot of movies around this time, you see how much people were jumping from film to film. And it's like, oh, yeah. you know, let's, get the, let's, not get, let's not get Mike Myers, let's get the guy next to Mike Myers. Yeah. yeah. And, like, similar sort of roles of, like, the little kind of, not a bit part, but, like, yeah. minor character playing the same character. Uh, the T-1000 bit's awesome. Um, Have you seen but this al- boy? But also, <laughs> but also that also you was like cringy. Because it? it's mm. like, it's like the Jurassic Park bit in the second one. It's just like, why? Yeah, that's what I, d- I don't mind about the first one. That's the only real big, like, obvious head nod. Yeah. Like, he talks to the camera occasionally. But then again... Then not again, as bad as Christian Slater. Yeah, but, but still. But then again, um, the bit in the second one where they get Charlton Heston to replace the guy is, like, yeah. fucking funny. Um, that was all a bit too kind of Austin Powers, a bit too forced, like... Yeah, I think... We've got connections. Let's pull in some random gags. The first one just seems way more innocent and sincere to me and I suppose like the music just like it seemed like a little bit um, like it's the last gasp of um, hair metal and stuff like that and it's like it felt it, it felt like two years too late like this would have been an awesome 80s movie because like those bands would have been a bit more relevant like Alice Cooper but how good is it seeing a movie in the 90s and it's got a Temple of the Dog song in it That's that doesn't it, happen when's that when they go up to Benjamin's apartment is all that thing is playing oh really yeah it's not in the soundtrack wow yeah I didn't but see it's that in the film um, so, yeah, I, I found that whole bit, like, um, and, like, you know, her, her band, like, Christian Torrance, just, like... Do they but, only do covers? Yeah, well, that's the other thing, too, is, like, you know, like, let's get them signed, but they're going to do, um, uh, Ballroom Blitz. Yeah. Uh. But, um, on that, kudos to Tia Carrera and her voice. I'm pretty sure Yeah, I mean, it must be, I reckon it is, because, like, yeah, she's... She, yeah, that, she wears. Yeah, she <laughs> um, but then again, on that, possibly an issue. But like, you don't want to excuse the fact that they're young 
and that's what boys have in their mind. But so much is like she's hot, she's yeah. hot, she's yeah. hot. Um, mm. yeah, it's it, and that's the whole thing is like the whole the whole swing thing and like it's. I suppose that's the sort of thing that like you know you almost down. I'm tired of holding this. <laughs> that's what she said. Um, probably the first instance of that's what she said. Possibly, yeah. Um. It's one thing, like, and I've heard other people, not to use that work term, maybe we shouldn't have, like, been taught to, like, thrust our crotches at girls and yeah. say swing. Yeah. Um, and have that be part of, like, a very major part of a major movie that was directed at teenagers. Yeah. It's kind of... And when yeah. that's what you're brought up on, like, and you think is acceptable. Yeah, yeah. And, like, all well and good if you're saying... You shouldn't base your life on it, but no one was telling us, "Hey guys, this is funny, but don't do that." At the same time, like, yeah, no one's yeah. correcting you. Yeah, so it's like I think it'd be interesting to see like um, someone from the last twenty years, born in the last twenty years, watching this movie and see what they would think of it, and like by by standards and lots of stuff. It's yeah, just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, I I still think it's like a, a, I think I gave it three stars, but like it's just like I gave it four. Yeah, it's definitely not four. Female director as well. Yeah. Can I uh, get you in on a debate? Yes. So, I think it's quite common knowledge now that Garth doesn't know the words to Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. That always annoyed me that he seems to know some of them at the start, but then they zoom in on him when he clearly doesn't. Laura told me that she was under the impression, and she's seen other comments as well, saying that that was the joke, is that he doesn't actually know them. Let's show him not singing it. I disagree. He is like an introverted like sort of guy I don't think he would be like you don't think he would know his character would know the words properly yeah or, maybe, or maybe he just want to fit in sort of thing like he's he is like um, Wayne's like you know Wayne's his sort of his, yeah. his idol like when so he gets like, left on the show by himself yeah. yeah so it's like you know he's he's gonna like he probably doesn't even like Raymond Rhapsody but he's gonna like try and like hum along to it and stuff mm. Um, I I felt like I'd heard somewhere is it Phil that got partied out is that yeah he's amazing <laughs> let me go <laughs> <laughs> I'd always love the moment with the little I always thought it was a paper bag but yeah. it's a little Dixie cup yeah yeah. you're gonna spew spew into this um, and in that scene too like the whole fucking uh, mustard thing it's just like mustard thing. Um, like you know the grape upon oh yeah yeah, um, yeah. and the uh, what's wrong with that and the cop that, oh, the cop really annoys me I don't know the cop's too much I did enjoy Ed O'Neill Ed O'Neill yes <laughs> but also the guy that, the guy that gets laid off from the TV station oh yeah yeah I'd never noticed, so when they go back and they're hatching the plan, he comes up in the background with everyone's like, we'll help. I didn't notice he sat in the background, still at the bar, just looking horrible and disheveled. Yeah, yeah. He's like just he's been, been there, there the, the whole entire, time. The entire time. <laughs> <laughs> that All was right. pretty good. We, uh, what else can I say about Wayne's World? Uh, we, the music was amazing. Yeah. It is. Yeah. There's some, well, obviously you probably don't like Chili Peppers, but that was a good song because it's a song you don't hear all the time. And what else is weird, like, because we did Alice Cooper last year. Yeah. I didn't realise, obviously, last year when we were doing Alice Cooper, that he had good music still happening in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. So when I watched Wayne's World, I always thought this was, like, a callback to people from the 70s and 80s. Well, I, I didn't realise he was still relevant yeah, I was like, at the time. Oh, they just happened to have Alice Cooper's, like, uh, reunion concert <laughs> Yeah. through. Because he's so old. Milwaukee. Might as well make this little watch along, because, like, fucking hell. <laughs> I feel like we've still left so much... 
We will get so back into. Behind. I'm sure we'll we'll get back to into the last, when we come back at the end of the season. We'll. See, get... I'm keen to see if uh, the second one's going to live up as much as the first one has. I don't yeah, think it will. I feeling it doesn't, and it's, it's just a bit too tacky. It makes it even worse that like it's clearly not Pearl Jam coming out of that limo at the end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they found someone that kind of looks like Eddie Vedder. But nice for a '90s film where they're going to reuse the same love interest. True. Yeah. Even though like there's moments in that relationship where you can see the cracks, like the oh. awkwardness in the car, and like. They shouldn't be together. And I also mean, Chris Walken will always beat Rob Lowe in a in a in a bad guy fight. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, but who are you going to share a bed with? <laughs> Chris Walken. Really? To the right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Circular motion. To, to me, uh, Walken isn't too far from Steve Buscemi. Oh, imagine that sandwich. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on to my phone. We've obviously talked about it too much because my phone has actually uh, closed itself. Yeah, so fine. Let's go on to television. We had one new show. It was called Scorch. It was about a dragon puppet that gets adopted by a father and daughter. A real life father and daughter. Uh, I don't know. Human. Uh, yeah, human. Yeah. Right. And uh, he just he's just he just hangs out and he's a bit of a back talking. Like oh. cracking. it's it's fucking horrible. Okay. Um, I do suggest people go check out like the pilot episode. If you ever like want to while away an afternoon, go to like the nineties. Just go, go to, back in time. Go to go to go to, go to, go to like on Wikipedia. Go to the nineties and go to, like September and look at all the the pilots that that um, came out that year and just look at the first episode of all of them and like man, is this an American show? Yeah. Was there any notable people in it? No. Oh. No Law and Order characters. No, unfortunately. Mm. Um, Healthy, wealthy, and wise debuts on debuted on Channel Ten. Do you remember that show? Vaguely. My parents love that show. I remember it being. I don't know who was on it, or, uh, but yeah, it's that was a staple in our house. As was um, Consuming Passions. Is this uh, cook on ABC that was constant? They just did, they used to do a uh, one of the the sketch shows used to take him off because he was like he looked constantly drunk. Uh, I'm following through the list with you, and I see you're skipping over something I'm very excited about. No, no, no. So then, um, Supermarket Sweep. Yeah. Hosted by Ian Turpey, premiered on Channel 9. God, how good was that? Fuck. Um, I can't believe that was only 92. Right. I love that show so much. My sister would watch it religiously. Like She'd get home, yep. salt and vinegar chips, glass cordial, <sighs> Supermarket Sweep. And I didn't love watching <clears throat> Supermarket Sweep at the time. Like There was other stuff I wanted to watch. But secretly, I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. This and, I uh, want to do this. This and Price is Right, I used to watch pretty religiously. But how much did you want to be on Supermarket Sweep? Oh, yeah. Like, I want to go through a supermarket and, they're and going past my those, They're going past all these, um, like, awesome... If you've never watched it, the premise of the show... Yes. <laughs> ...is to... you got a, a time limit, and you have to basically put as much stuff in a trolley... Well, you know, there's different rounds. It, well, yeah, but, like, yeah, okay. So, the, most, the biggest round is, like, you put as much stuff in the trolley... That, that costs the that most. That costs the most. And it's in this fictional sort of supermarket... On, on a, on a TV soundstage, and then at the end they just sort of count everything up. And then you're watching people fill these shows like that's a bulky item. You've got like oh. paper towels. That's two dollars. That's taking up half your trolley. What are you doing? Yeah. Go find the razors. Find was, the condoms. And it would be quite weird because like I think like you know people thought they used to have like um, encyclopedic knowledge of like TV um of like grocery prices and then yeah. like they come in and it's like. This is our prices. <laughs> this is not based on reality. Um, but yeah, I, I did find a couple of um, old reruns of that on YouTube too. So that was pretty cool. I bet. Um, and Men Behaving Badly premiered in the UK. That was a good time. I 
Yeah, my brothers love that show. Um, I'm not sure how it stands up now. I think it got a bit long in the tooth. Like, I think it, it did like seven or eight seasons. The Simpsons, we had some good stuff. We had... Um, that's Seinfeld, what am I doing? Homer Alone. Homer Alone. Where uh, Marge goes to Rancho Relaxo. <laughs> Classic episode. Last Bart the Lover. We had Bart the Lover. That's kind of weird. Woodrow. Yeah. But, like, he's a little scamp. He's playing tricks. It was I, funny. I like the fact that a third grade teacher says to her student, let's just say that his mummy won't let them out to play. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? That makes perfect sense. That's the exact she, situation. And then she says, like, the gym teacher's drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the glug, glug, glug. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, yep. groundskeeper is like, I'm not even going to tell you what he's into. Ah, <laughs> oh, I so badly want to know what he was into. It's probably um, just feet, though. Uh, yeah. um, and then we had uh, Homer at the Bat. Me and my son watched that one recently, and he loved it. It's like it's That's just a good one. it's just the song at the end is amazing. Um just the fact that you got all those players. Uh, yeah, like that was the real players. Like nine all star baseball players um, on a Simpson episode. The sideburns. Yeah. <laughs> Mattingly. <laughs> um and yeah, Daryl. Oh, that's a classic. How much did you yell that as a kid? Oh man. <laughs> I still do it now. Uh separate vocations was when um we actually, we, we actually watched a bunch of these in a row. So, like, that's when um, Bartlett's become a police officer and he becomes the hall monitor. Uh, yeah. And Lisa gets told she has stubby fingers. And she turns bad. Yeah. Um, that was a really good episode. Yeah, I, I kind of like that one because I was, <laughs> we watched one from season, the Itchy and Scratchy movie, and I oh, forgot yeah. the part where she imagines Bat, um, Bart being a stripper. Uh, bang, and, bang, Bart. And I had to um, explain to my son... <laughs> <laughs> that was awkward. <laughs> so, but this was good. That like, um, uh, yeah, separate vocations has a nice, sweet ending, and I think that was kind of good because like those are the ones that you want your kids to watch. Was like, you know, it's, it's where we learned how to look at act. Cause and like, from our parents. you remember when we complained where like there's an episode where they get something life changing happens to them. There's no resolution. The next episode's back to normal. Yeah. Whereas this, Bart becomes a good guy, and Lisa's a bad guy. Yeah. But then by the end of the episode, it's reverted back. So, Seinfeld, we also had um, uh, the fix-up. So, that's when <laughs> when um, Jerry and Elaine are trying to get Elaine's friend and George together. Elaine. And then the condom uh, breaks. Or condom doesn't work. Or... The boyfriend um, is Keith Hernandez. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Classic episode. <laughs> we also got the JFK thing in it. Yep. Um, be up there with my favourite one of all time, just because of that. Because thing. of JFK. So, because of JFK, yeah. 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 Typical. Yeah. Um, and also had the limo, which is actually really, really funny. Um, it's when uh, they've got a sign for Jerry. Oh, and yeah. It, and it's like, they're actually like, you know, Nazis. Yeah. Um, the the writer. Yeah. That one's really, really cool. Like, um, What's the guy's name? Uh, that George pretends to be? George O'Brien. Oh yeah, that was it. It was just O'Brien. Yeah, I thought he had a better name than that. Yeah, so um, yeah, George is O'Brien, and um, yeah, he he finds out that he's actually um, yeah, a neo-Nazi like poet, and it's like, it's just a really good sort of um way of everyone coming together because like Kramer and uh, Elaine are waiting for them to pick him up, and it's just it reminds me of the subway too, like that whole sort of like few stories coming together. Yep. Yeah. 
All right. Without further ado, then. Adieu. Without further ado, <laughs> we came on to the Law and Order Minute. Oh, right. I forgot about that. So we've got uh, we got uh, four this time. Hooray. So that means Back that... to the actual minute. <laughs> um, so just let me know give me a countdown for me already and if you don't I should pre um, preface this late so if you've never listened to the show before um, the how did you get here where did you come from the Law and Order Minute Law and Order Minute is where I try to condense the storylines of the whatever Law and Order episodes happened in the, in the particular month we're talking about into a single minute sometimes I get there sometimes I don't most of the time, Ben tries to trip me up with some, like, I don't know what you're talking crap. about. I was listening to his wild allegations. Okay, cool. Also, uh, it's not particularly a Law & Order minute. It's a Law & Order 15 minute, fifteen seconds per episode Well, minute? yeah, okay, cool. Whatever yeah. you want to call it. Semantics. All right, come on. Okay, uh, go. Okay, blood is thicker. We have a murdered wife and a rich white New York family. It's classic Law & Order. She was having an affair with a Jewish guy. They didn't like that one bit. Oh no! Uh, old it... money, New York. Um, the husband looks guilty as hell, but he is also he is old money and trying to walk. The best part is that the um, actor playing the husband had like an exact replica of the Fraser hairstyle, and you don't see that very often. No, outside of Fraser. No, you do not. Next one, trust. We got a teenage boy who shoots another teenage boy, but <laughs> going. But um, this boy has a pass. He actually shot another kid three years ago. It's a pretty Ooh. dark episode about gun violence and child psychology. A pretty dark episode about gun violence and child psychology. Um, but if you want to see Ben Stone literally yell at a child on the stand, <laughs> then like, this one's for you. Um, next one is Vengeance and it's Serial Killer Time. We don't have many Serial Killer episodes on Law and Order, but man, this is a good one. How do you get a Serial Killer episode in one episode? Oh, everyone's got a pass. So they try to change the... the, um, the, the <laughs> try to choose the stop it. That is it. Oh, you fuck. I was just warning you, like, every now and then that the timer was running out. Just with the little, you know, just to let you know. You know? Just want you to be aware that you're on a timer. You're a monster. <laughs> um, well, Did you get to the fourth one or the third no, one? No, just the start of the third one. Oh, I wasn't even keeping track of what you're up to. I just thought I'd, uh, Slow you down. It's more fun this way, you know. Everyone has has a good time, right? Yeah, everyone. You having a good time? I'm having a great time. Yeah, me too. Music. Uh, Vince Neil left Motley Crue to focus on being a race car driver. <laughs> You're gonna see a racist. <laughs> <laughs> Look, same, guys. Same thing, guys. The band's taking up too much money. <laughs> I really want to. I really want to concentrate on being a racist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, race car driver. I mean, they're hand in hand. Who are we kidding? Uh, Kurt and Courtney married. Ooh. Uh, Dave Grohl got an awkward photo in the background of their wedding. Yep. They created two stamps of Elvis to okay. be, and then they had a poll of which one they should do. So there was one of like basically the classic Elvis back in the fifties. Yep. And then there was one of like. <laughs> Him crashing into the side of a cliff in a. Well, plane. that's the thing. It's like you know the um the uh but it's like the, the the sort of older fatter sort of one and like everyone chose the younger one. But yeah, that Simpsons comparison uh. is like <laughs> by a nearly landslide victory, the living crusty. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like why why did we make the choice? Is did you tell me last week that he was naturally blonde? Who? Elvis. No. Where did I hear? Someone said he was naturally blonde. How'd they find originally. that out? I don't know, because I was going to say I've never seen the photo. Does the photo exist? Of his blonde hair? Pubes. Oh. 
That's the only way it can be proven. Find Elvis Presley's pubes. The new national treasure movie. What if he shaves? I'm more of a pube protector. It's just Elvis in his bathroom, like, looking down his pants. Yeah, my national treasure. God damn it to burn. Um... Unforgettable by Natalie Cole and virtually with her father, father Nat King Cole wins the album, song and record of the year at the Grammys. Wow. Sweep. Mm. Uh, and we also had some releases. Uh, we actually quite quite a few we releases. We had some releases. All right, let's get through these, okay? So we had Mac Daddy by Sir Mixlock. I guess. Um, Sap by Alice in Chains. Classic bangers. More Noise and Other Disturbances by Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Yeah. Generation Terrace by Manic Street Preachers. It begins. Uh, <laughs> Black Eyed Man by Cowboy Junkies. Somewhere Between Heaven and Hell by Social Distortion. <laughs> the Waynesworld soundtrack. Uh, Vulgar mm. Display of Power by Pantera. Ugh. Little Earthquakes by Tori Amos. Oh, mm. and the TLC Tip by TLC. Oh. And Generator by Bad Religion. So let's go through. Um, Gotta Buy Voices is not very good. I was disappointed. I, you mentioned them last week. As, I tried. Yeah, yeah the kind um, of thing that we maybe should like. So Mixlot, Mac Daddy, it's basically Baby Got Back was the, the huge um, release from the single from that. Um, it's, look, man, that clip is still funny. I don't give a shit who you are. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you're going to double down on something, you double you sit on top of a huge prosthetic ass and just talk about women's butts like the entire song. Like, is it problematic when you're just being so blatant? I don't know. I don't know if you if you lean into it long enough. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, Sap by Alison Chains. So More of an EP, but like, you know. I obviously wasn't listening to Alison Chains in 1992. No. But I'm pretty sure I started with Dirt initially. Yeah, everyone does, yeah. Um, and Dirt like had some good songs on it. I never really delved much deeper into them because mm. Dirt was like, oh, it's okay. It's not the best grunge album. And then I saw Clerks and heard Got Me Wrong. Yeah. It's like, they're so much more diverse. And I thought Sap is just perfect. Like, I believe it's that short, but I believe Dirt wouldn't have happened if Sap hadn't come around first. Like, because they, the, the Joe Cantrell actually said that like the session Sap was actually a session taken out of like the Dirt recording sessions because they did a bunch of Dirt songs as oh. well. And then they said like, well, these are a bit more sort of acoustic and stuff. Like, yeah. we'll just do this as an EP. But like you got brother on there, which is just an amazing song. They did that when they did the MTV Unplugged. Yeah, um, right turn with um Chris Cornell at the end. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, it's just it's short, and you want it to go on for longer. Like it, it, it kind of because I imagine like um, what like Rooster could have been on there. Yeah. Um, down in a hole, maybe. Down the hole, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, and like I think this is the first time they really started using that. Um, trading off vocals with Jerry and and um, uh, damn it, Lane, Lane. Um, and also like their harmonies got like way way better as well. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I think even for people that aren't Alice in Chains fans or like if you're not a grunge fan, you would have to appreciate these songs. Oh yeah, I'm sure like, it's not for everyone. But yeah, like I I I it took me a long time to get around to Alice in Chains, but like it's just because I think it's like. It does have that sort of metalish edge to it. Um, edge to it. I'm not a huge fan of Lane's voice either. It's very good. Yeah. But I think I like I get bored of it quickly. Okay. Because it's very unique. Yeah. I'm like oh, I don't like this anymore. Give me more Jerry. <laughs> Give me Jerry. I want Jerry. I just need more Jerry. Jerry would have to be involved. He loves 
Jerry. <laughs> um, more noise and other disturbances. Going back again, uh, back to when I'm, I'm going to sit this one out. 9697, I'm into punk and ska. I was mad into ska a lot. Um, so, my my boss has come out with Let's Face It with um, impression that I get on that. This is an earlier album, and I didn't even realise that they had an earlier album, and this just opened up my... Like, this is such a good album. Every song in there is pretty much a banger. Um, if How similar is it to They Might Be Giants? Not similar at all. Oh, okay. They actually... This one was more he like... so offended sh- when you said that. They actually... Referenced it as more like scarcore, and it is like it, it is like hardcore punk with horns and stuff. Because like his <laughs> his his vocals are really really full on. Does that um, mean it's horny punk? <laughs> and then um, you've got the song from they, they, that would sort of launch him with um, uh, "Where Did You Go," which was on the Clueless soundtrack. Because they ah. they play they play in Clueless. Oh right, they're, they're one of those cheap high school bands that. No, they go they 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 go see a band in the city. And it's it's uh it's the Mono Mono Bostones. Because they were cheap and easy to get at the time. I don't rip on everything that you like. <laughs> I'm not ripping, I'm just saying. They probably didn't cost a lot of money back in 92. <laughs> um, and so then going on to Generation Terrorists um, by Manic Street Preachers with yes. um, possibly my favourite song that I've heard in like the last couple of years, um, Motorcycle Emptiness. How good. Is it also because you feel like you've heard it somewhere though? And I haven't. But no. The thing is, like, I is I can't find a reference to it anywhere because I I feel like it sh- it was at the end of nearly every eighties movie I've ever seen. So did someone rip it off, or did they rip off something, or has it know. just got this like the right chords and melody where it just sticks with you straight away? I think because yeah, it's it's it sounds like um like it should be in a movie that you've seen, but it's not. But like, and I will say that because at the end of this season we're gonna do a top five songs as well as top five albums. And I think that the um, the song will be on there. The album is good, but there's still a bit on there that's not like it's a bit rough still. Because they they're still doing the glam mm. thing a bit, like, and I think the next one will be like really cool. Interesting story um about uh Matt Street Preachers that I got from that Entertainers book again. Um, so England at this time, uh, a lot of bands are sort of like, what's going to be the new Blur? What's going to be the new yeah Primal Scream? Lots of stuff and like. The just the amount of like he's going to keep Britpop going. Just the amount of crap that like the British music press put onto bands was just crap. So um, this guy came to I think he was from either Q magazine or Enemy, and he uh, um, was talking to the talking to the band, and then the band was getting the feeling that this guy was just going to like write him off. Yep. So the lead singer got a, a razor blade and in front of him um, cut four reel into his into his um, arm oh. like the number four and then reel and then he's like just so you know like this we're, 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 we're into this and this is this is what we're doing and like um, there was a big thing at the time everyone was just like you know well that's like pretty messed up sort of thing but like yeah. he um and like I think he sort of maybe like later on probably regret it sort of thing, but like yeah, I was, would think so, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, just carry a razor around to interviews. <laughs> Apparently, they were, <laughs> just they were just backstage of the show, and he just grabbed a razor and just cut it into his arm. So, uh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, the song "Motorcycle Emptiness." Um, I think it's actually um, inspired by the book or the movie Rumblefish. Um, Don't know what that is. I oh, know it's like a. I think it's um like about like 
biker gang. I remember one of my mates used to be really into it, but I wasn't a big fan of the movie. Because, um, like, the actual... The, the lyrics are kind of weird. Like, Motorcycle Empty, this is pretty weird title. Yeah, I wouldn't listen too much to the lyrics. It's a great song. Hmm. It, doesn't, but, it doesn't need to have great lyrics if it's a great song. <laughs> but when you said to me that you might have a new favourite song, and I put that album on, it's like, it's obviously this one. Yeah. Like, I listened to the rest, it was like... It, if it's not motorcycle, motorcycle emptiness, then your tastes have gone yeah, so quite if, a Yeah, so if you get a chance, like, if you go and, and chuck it on, like, you will think that you've heard this before, but you haven't, and but still get listening to it because it's awesome. We'll get it up on the gram because it's, yeah. it's a fine... It's a banger. Uh, it is a banger, yep. Yeah, first official banger of the season. Uh, I'd say SAP in its entirety is a banger. Um, well, not, there was nothing in January because, like, I Need Love is not a banger. <laughs> yeah, but if you need to do some banging... <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that song on. <laughs> um, we have Black Eyed Man by Cowboy Junkies. That was alright, a bit, a bit too country for me. I'm, I'm really. I used to sort of. I used to be okay with a little bit of country, but I don't know. It's. Oh, is that actual country? Yeah, it's. It's. I think they're sort of alt country, but I think like it was a bit. Yeah. I didn't even try. Um, somewhere between Heaven and Hell by Social Distortion. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was told that I need to like these guys a lot. I find them very boring. I assumed, as I said last night, I assumed you would because I thought they went hand in hand with Bad Religion. No. Apparently they're very different. I think the thing is that... I'm still not sure how. I think... <laughs> well, because like, they're a lot slower and they're a bit, lot more sort of rock-based. And they like, both have a song on the Clerk soundtrack, so... Everyone everyone always said, like, you know, you got to love Social Distortion. Then I, I actually started listening to them, like, kind of boring. And, like... Uh, it's just, I don't know. Um, I heard from a friend of a friend, too, that uh, in the last, I think it was like about 10 years ago, Social Distortion were auditioning touring guitarists. And his friend went for it, and he got up on stage, and apparently it was that there was a, in front of the amp, there was a square, and Mike Ness, the lead singer of Social Distortion, said, or through his people said, you do not lead that square. Ooh, was it like, a big square? It was, I think it sort of, it, it basically, you, you had your pedal board, oh. and like, that's about it, but you could not, you can't take focus off of Mike Ness, basically. Oh. Um, so yeah, I don't know, like... That's uh, a shame. Uh, you know, obviously, take it with a grain of salt, but like, I, I don't know, I've heard other things too that I'm like, <laughs> you know. It's funny that it, it, it always um, tickles me when um, people in punk rock, you just find out, are just normal, like, everyday um, dickheads like other musicians are. <laughs> well, that's kind of what I assumed they were. That's yeah. why I used to hate punk because I thought punk just meant that you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, the Wayne's World soundtrack was pretty popular, um, obviously for Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, it's a pretty pretty tight listen. Can I also take back? I didn't realize that Social Distortion don't have a song on Clerks. No, I was going to say do. like they don't. Have, yeah, but I know they've got one song that I really like. I can't think of what it was. Uh, Vulgar Display of Power. Did you have Pantera lovers in your? No, I was, yeah, I was so, a Pearl Jam kid. So like, in my, in my, when I was going excited, at this stage I'm like, what, I'm um, 10, 11, going into, about to go into high school, you had your metalheads and they fucking love Pantera and Pantera yeah. to me just like, you know, it just, <laughs> everyone that I saw with the Pantera t-shirt just seemed like someone that I don't want to talk to. <laughs> they were rough and like, just, yeah, full on. Except for now when you just get it from Big W or Target. Yeah. Um, but one of my mates is like a huge big Pantera fan, and he said like it's just like it's just pure energy. And I'm like, okay, I, I get that. Yeah. The songs that I can see that. So I've reached a point now where I don't like I'll go to your albums, but 
I don't really hate anything anymore. No. And I don't fully judge anyone for liking something. If you know, if it if it pushes your buttons, yeah. that's fine. Um, Keep little, buttons away from me. Little Earthquakes by Tori Amos was a really fun listen. Um, I really uh, was it entirely fun. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Huh. Don't, you didn't like it? No, I liked it, but I wasn't having fun all the way through it. <laughs> I kind of put it on the background, so like, I probably wasn't like, listening. Um, it was good, though. I'm, I, I might have that in the list at some point. I really liked Oh, and the TLC tip. TLC is uh, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, a, wait, the name or the actual album? The actual album's oh, pretty okay. fun. Yeah. Um, there's a there's Ain't Too Proud to Beg, but it's not the actual, Ain't Too Proud, It's not a cover. It's like their version. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good, yeah. Um, this is before because like it's a really weird thing because like when TLC comes back for the next one it's like their huge big sort of break pop up. album yeah yeah so like this one's like a bit more sort of um, gangster rapping it's pretty fun and rounding out the list generated by Bad Religion um, amazing album um, I think it's definitely one of like the if most people who are into Bad Religion will say it's like in their top five at least um, and any yeah. bangers on there the title song generator. Um, is really good. There's a, a don't know it. There's a song called Atomic Garden, which is one of my favourite songs of all time. Don't know it either. Um, is a clerk song on there? That was no. That's Leaders and Followers. Yes, that's on their next one. Oh, cool. I'll listen to that album then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's um, that's music. What's what do you? What's your what's your album of the week? Uh, probably Tory. I think. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna go more noise and other disturbances by Mighty Mighty Bostones. Of course, um, I want it to be Manic Street Preachers. There's just there's not enough on that album. It's not consistent, yeah. And Sap wasn't an album otherwise. Like Sap kills it every single day. Yep. It's obsessed with that EP. So your albums, uh, Tori Amos, and your movie is Wayne's World. And, Obviously. And mine is uh, Memoirs of a Invisible Man and um, My My Bostones. So yeah. Did we do that for last week? Uh, I think we're pretty clear. I watched two movies that I didn't like. <laughs> yeah, so yours is Cuffs. <laughs> Cuffs no. is tough. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's February 1992. Probably, I would say, so far, the most entertaining February we've done. Easily. Yeah. By, like, not even a debate. Nah. All you got to add is a little bit of Mike Myers, a little bit of Sap. We're good. You just need to add something half decent. <laughs> it's a good February. <laughs> even the events were interesting. Um, we should have checked if there was any like Valentine's Day massacres or like something. I've been a bit slack on the plane crashes too. It might be the end of the golden era. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to get in contact with us, livingthepastpod at gmail dot com. Um, you can uh, check us out on Instagram. You can also check us out at letterbox.com, dot com. Petty Lumsden and Benjamin CTR. That's me. Uh, there's lists on there that go through all the movies that we've been covering this season and all our other seasons. <laughs> that pigeon is carrying a stick around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it fell on its head. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? On Spotify, um, look up uh, Living in the Past podcast and uh, you'll find the uh, all the playlists from our seasons before. If you go into the profile. If you go into the profile. It's not in the Living in the Past podcast page. No. Where you listen to the episodes. No. Bring up yeah. the profile. Yeah, bring up the profile, yeah. I and it's worth it. a way to link that, hey? I'll do that. I'll do that this week. Okay, good. Um, and I've already then, done it. What are you talking about? Okay. Wink, wink. <laughs> and the pictures are getting... The pictures are firmly in control right here, so we're going to get going. Uh, so, yeah, and if you get a chance, um, swing by, give us a five-star review or a nice comment. Um, helps us grow the show. Um, and also subscribe. If you subscribe, then you never miss an episode and um, you make sure you get all our little bonuses as well. So... 
that is always good. And it makes us feel nice. Thank you again for coming. Thanks for coming back. And uh, next week we've got our video games uh, bonus episode. So we're going to be talking talking some good Loosely stuff Loosely plural, I think. <laughs> and then after that we have our first get, uh, guest. we got um, Crackle and Pops Mark Snow coming back again. Um, for our March 1992, so looking forward Bringing to Bringing back the sass. Bringing back the sass. And watching half of the film. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, until then, we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you once again for listening to Living in the Past. Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at Mild Scribbling. Send us an email at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following PD Lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or... Tell your neighbour, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back and relax.